Welcome to the Sober Podcast with Ainsley Michelle. This podcast is for the former party people who want to quit drinking and take control of their health and lives. I'm a counsellor, coach, and use a combo of psychology, spirituality, and practical strategies to help you get off the grog for good. Hey guys, so today I'm going to share with you the four things that I did to stop drinking. Now, before I go into it, I just want to talk about the journey that you're possibly on and how you may be stopping, starting and feeling disappointed in yourself. You might be feeling shame and annoyed and frustrated with yourself because of where you're at. Now, I can't install that. You might not be feeling that way. But if you're listening to this, then there probably is a part of you that really, really wants to change this. You really want to stop drinking. You're at that point where you're done. Okay. You've hit that age. Maybe you're aging. You can see you're aging. Maybe you've got kids and you can see it's affecting them or a partner. It's affecting them. It's affecting your friends, your family. Your drinking has become quite magnified in your life if it wasn't before. And so first of all, I want to say is don't feel bad about where you're at. So just accept that where you're at is fine. Where you're at, if you keep drinking and you can't stop and you're struggling, it's perfectly fine because you've set the intention and now you've got the wheels turning. So you're in this process of building momentum and maybe you've dabbled, maybe you've read a couple of books or you tried, maybe you even tried AA or did a bit of counseling, but you're feeling like it's not working and it's just not happening for you. So the important thing to know here is that total immersion is what will get you there. It's dabbling rarely works. When you're dabbling in different things, so you've tried this and then you give up and then you go over there and try that and you give up and you go over there and try that. It's kind of like you almost get to the front of the queue And then you get frustrated and impatient, so you make a change to another line, which has happened before to me, definitely, and go into another line, and then that line you have to start at the back again. And so this is the same. You need to look at it like my sobriety, my my decision to do this is hinged on my stickability. Am I going to stick to the activities that are required to get me to my goal? Now... I'm going to share with you the four things that I did to stop drinking. I don't want you to get overwhelmed and I'm not doing this or sharing this to overwhelm you, but these are great practices to incorporate in your day. You can incorporate one practice. You can incorporate all four, but just start slow and have that slow down long game mindset, which I talk about a lot, and that will help you get there. So the first thing I did was tapping. So I used emotional freedom technique and emotional freedom technique is you tapping on meridian points around your face and upper part of your body. And so what this does, because with your drinking, there's a trigger, there's a sense of fight flight. There's this desperate need and this craving, which is the addiction to get that release and that relief of having the drink. And so Emotional freedom technique disrupts that trigger and that pattern. So when you use emotional freedom technique or tapping, you tap on certain parts of your body. So you do a setup 
and then you tap on your karate chop point, you tap on your head, you tap on your inner eyebrow, outer eyebrow, tap on your cheekbone, under your nose, chin, collarbone, and under your arm. Okay, there's a lot of other different points. And so this action is sending messages to your brain and saying, I'm okay, I'm safe, I'm doing all right. And through this process, you're using statements. So with each tapping point, you make a statement. So for example, I feel angry, I feel frustrated. And so you keep tapping until that emotional charge has dissipated. And then you do positive tapping. So you go, I'm happy with where I'm at. I know I'm learning. I'm getting there. It's working out for me. And so you then start putting, installing positive stuff because it's really important to acknowledge the weed. If you don't acknowledge the weed, then the weed will stay there. Like it'll keep growing. Whereas when you acknowledge the weed, and this, this is something that's really important. Acknowledging the weed is fine, but sitting and staring at the weed and not pulling it out and doing anything about it, that's where you're going to come unstuck. And so that's where the frustration and impatience and all of those emotions come up is because you're just looking at the weed and you're not doing anything with it. So it's really important to get some tools under your tool belt And I teach this in the Stop Drinking in 30 Days Challenge. So if you want to do that, the link is in the description. But for now, just keep in mind that it's so important to acknowledge your emotions around your drinking. So tapping will help you undo that emotional charge that you have. The second one is journaling. Journaling is great for when you've got so much chaos in your mind, you've got no idea where you're at, you are just a ball of emotion. It helps you put your rubber on the road. So in other words, it helps you ground yourself and get really clear and you become more methodical and mindful about what's going on in your head, in your mind, no no less. And getting into the practice of journaling daily is it you know if you don't do anything else on this list this is a this do this one and everything else you know whatever but they all go well together so journaling even if you do 5 minutes a day or 2 minutes of writing like you might write a sentence and have that aha moment you've been looking for you might write 3 pages and feel like you're not going anywhere but you are journaling is just pretty much putting your thoughts down into tangible form where you can read it on paper. So whether it's a rant, whether it's trying to figure something out. Now, I just want to also say that too much ranting, too much negativity, too much, why am I like this? I hate this. I hate me. I'm struggling. I'm this, I'm that. Too much of that will not help you solve the problem. So you have to go in with a very much a problem solving solution focused mindset. And you can do it, you can journal in a few ways. So you can write it as a letter to a friend. So this this one is good if you can't kind of come up with the words. And whereas with a friend, you feel like you're having a conversation with somebody. The next one is kind of coaching yourself. So you will, as you practice this, you will discover this inner voice. There's this other voice inside your head, your higher self, the logical self that challenges you asks you those questions. And so you you start this question and answer dialogue. So that's another great way to journal. Another good way to journal is to create prompts. So if you get the Sober Tribe app, 
there are prompts in there which will help you jog and make things easier for you. So the next one is hypnosis. Hypnosis requires zero effort other than putting the earphones in your ear, lying down and letting the words take you where you need to go. So there's a lot of misnomers around hypnosis. Yes, some people use hypnosis for bad, but hypnosis is also a therapy. It's a form of therapy. So look at it like that. And what hypnosis does while you sleep, it's kind of editing your brain. So if you think about a Word document and you've created something in the Word doc, and then you go in and you've read through it and you're like, okay, well, I'll change that and I'll change that and I'll change that. And so you edit the doc and then you save it and then that's the document, okay? So the old document has transformed and changed. That's what hypnosis does to your brain. So again, you get hypnosis in the 30-day challenge. You get a full hypnosis library in the Sober Tribe app. You get hypnosis on our website as well. So you can download the packs and there's different types of packs that you can get. So hypnosis will rewire your thinking and your actions and feelings around alcohol and, and detach you from it. And so if you listen to it consistently over 30 days or longer, the longer, the more you listen to it, the more it embeds into your mind. And changes your thinking and so you know you'll find as well that if you do this as well as the journaling practice that that they go really well together because you have these aha moments you you get these moments of realization with it and go ah okay and and so you can see yourself changing and transforming over the month or over the six weeks or however long you choose to do it now with hypnosis as well you can do top-ups. So you might do it for a month and then say in three months' time, you get triggered and you just pull it out again, okay? So that is something that you can use for life. And then number four is the art of letting go. So this isn't, well, well it is a technique. I've created a technique called Set Me Free in 15 or, and that's in the Sobriety Unleashed pack. Um, but... Letting go is pretty much letting go of all the things that you think alcohol are, all the things you think that it, it, it makes you, and just letting go of it as an entire concept. Now, this one's a practice, and so the first three, they will help you with this one, but there's also other techniques, and there's also just feeling into that emotion because most of our drinking is triggered by our emotions, like our thoughts and feelings and actions are all linked, right? And so when you have a thought, you think about alcohol, then you start to feel that need of like, I have to have it. And then the action is going to the bottle shop and buying you wine. And so when you let go of alcohol as an entire concept, you're letting go of all of that. Now, it's not to say you're not thinking about it. Like I've been sober for almost four years and I think about alcohol every day because it's my work, but I have no emotional attachment to it. I have no desire for it. It's just a liquid to me that has no importance in my life and in the way I live my life, which is kind of ironic because again, this is my work and I talk about it and think about it every day, but 
it doesn't, it has no power in my life. And so that's what these activities will do. They will help you diminish alcohol's power or what you believe alcohol, the power is that alcohol has over you. Thank you for listening to the Sober Podcast. Share it on your socials so that it helps someone else. Also, if you're ready to make your fun, alcohol-free life a reality, join the Stop Drinking in 30 Days Challenge where I not only help you quit the booze, but take your power back so that you can wake up feeling great every freaking day. The link to the Stop Drinking in 30 Days Challenge is in the description.